AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldus.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Today, we're joined by Ron Beckerman. Ron is CTO of Cherry. Cherry, our real estate data integrations firm. Ron, welcome to the show. Thank you. Okay, Ron, please start by giving us a, a bit of background of yourself, your journey, some of the very interesting roles you've held in your career, and, and what's led you to CTO of Cherry. I finished my undergrads 20 years ago, even more than that now, and uh, was looking for something interesting to start working on, and all the engineering jobs back then were pretty boring. I started thinking about doing my master's and maybe PhD. So at some point of time, I started reading some papers, uh, scientific papers available back then, and I stepped on a very interesting topic called web mining. Back then, late 90s, the internet wasn't really open and it all was so new. And uh, the person who wrote the first papers on that, his name is Orenizioni, Professor Orenizioni from the University of Washington. I got so much excited about that. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to do my master's on that. And when I came to do my master's, uh, it turned out that web mining is really closely related to a completely new topic that is called machine learning. And that's how I started working on that in uh, the late 90s. Did my master's, started looking for a job. The trouble was that when I came out to the market, it was October 2001, uh, right after 9-11. The situation in the market was so bad that I could hardly find a job. And the job was not really interesting for me. So I was like, okay, I need to come back to school and do my PhD. Uh, found my PhD at the University of Massachusetts at Amherst, worked with the best researchers in, in the field, Andrew McCollum, James Allen, published a fair amount of papers, consider myself as an academician, more or less, found a job at HP Labs. After that, uh, in the Valley, which was interesting by itself, so we moved to the Valley and it was um, um, it was not the best period for HP. When I joined, it was the biggest PC producer in the world. When I left two years later, the mobile market started booming and HP was just left behind. So those were not easy times for, for HP, but uh, after I left, I joined a small startup called LinkedIn. And LinkedIn totally changed my, my world. So I found this connection between the data. I So far, I had been on the data side and the business and how the data can affect the business. I 
figured out that it's the most interesting topic that, that a, a person with my skills can work on. And besides that, the, something happened on the way uh, late 2009. I was just hired at uh, LinkedIn. We, uh, we were a team of four or five uh, research scientists. Uh, my boss came over one meeting and he was like, okay, we don't call you research scientists anymore. We call you data scientists. The boss's name is DJ Patil, who later became the chief data scientist of the United States of America. And that was the first time the title data science, data scientist was used in the industry. So I think I'm like the number four or five data scientists in, in the world. In 2010, I did a small research on the title of data scientist on LinkedIn, how many data scientists were out there, and it turned out it was 78 people. Now I'm pretty sure that we have like close to a million or something. <laughs> a few more. Right. So um, then I, I uh, so uh, we came back to Israel. I, I spent four years uh, working at a VC company, then teaching at the University of Haifa. But ultimately, I do consider myself as a person who really likes doing uh, industrial research and moving the needle in the industry. So uh, while I was in, in teaching at the University of Haifa, I was trying to run a startup that unfortunately wasn't extremely successful. But through that, I figured out that the startup world is the most interesting part of the industry. I can imagine because I worked in pretty much uh, companies of all the possible sizes, starting from HP and LinkedIn, which is mid-size and, and a tiny startup. So I really wanted to be back to the startup world. And when LD Zalmanson, the uh, CTO of, uh, sorry, CEO of Cherry offered me the job, I just uh, jumped on, on it. I like the startup world because Every person in a startup is visible. Every person has the ownership of a big part of the success of the startup, which is not the case in most of large corporations. And being the CTO of Cherry, I can lead, I can make a difference, I can be proactive rather than reactive, I can affect the course of the company, and this is what really attracts me a lot. Thank you very much for that background. Quite an interesting journey from um, UMass Amherst all the way to the West Coast, Silicon Valley, all the way back. To Israel. And, and back here again yeah. um, with some very interesting roles along the way. Um, data science has changed a lot oh, since you uh, yeah. first coined the phrase. I'm, I'm one of the very first. Um, before we talk specifically about uh, the areas within AI that you guys are utilizing, um, could you give a bit more overview of who Cherry are, what they do uh, for people who are listening? Sure. So um, we are in the real estate data. We're not alone in the field, but our value proposition is pretty unique. Uh, the way we usually pitch our customers is we start with saying, we know that you're sitting on a lot of data. We know that your data is pretty unstructured and very noisy. 
we know that you're subscribed to a few data feeds, external data feeds that you probably cannot really make lots of value out of them just because all of them are in a different format, all of them are uh, unrelated to each other. So what we do for you is we're taking your data, external, internal, whatever you have, we clean it, we enrich it with whatever we have and we are sitting on many real estate data feeds as well and we're bringing your data back to you in the form that you can start using right away exactly as you want for example you can start building models right away so uh, we know how badly dirty the real estate data is the one that is publicly available or the one that is coming in, in different feeds and we address this issue by cleaning all those sources and integrating all of them together. Thank you for that. Um, real estate, particularly in, in the US, is, is a significant market cap. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably the, the, the largest. Yeah, so um, it, it's interesting to see that AI is now impacting every industry. So could you help us understand some of the, the changes that it's made to, to some of the consumers and what we can see coming down the line, how you're utilizing these um, data sets to, to impact these businesses in, in, in real time? Well, I'm not sure about the real time, but so uh, time actually does matter in the real estate to the extent that this is the industry that is pretty slow. We're not talking about algo trading nothing that comes in milliseconds deals are being made on the weekly basis deals are pretty big so we're talk talking about buying a property and um, we were in the commercial real estate so we are seeing properties being bought and sold for hundreds of millions of dollars it's a process of a few months of uh, preparation and negotiation so the fact that the market is slow actually provides uh, an interesting opportunity for us. We, given the fact that we are sitting on all those feeds and we see the trends that are coming in the market, we can predict pretty accurately what is going to happen with the market six to 12 months from now which is very substantial time and we can make those predictions on the low level i'm not talking about like the market will go up no i'm talking about at the level of this specific company will make a deal around a property and who might be the buyer who might be the seller obviously enough those predictions don't have to be 100 accurate 100% accurate even if they don't they provide an opportunity for the investors to assess what is going to happen and adapt to uh, the changes that we can anticipate it's quite interesting you got me thinking now um i could definitely see the the, the use case for, for any company working in real estate, if you can give them clarity on, on what's coming in the market. Within six months from now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's 
it's obvious the, the impact they can have for business. So thank you for that. What are the main challenges that you've faced in um, since coming and taking the role as CTO? You guys have obviously experienced uh, quite significant growth and, and with more growth to come. But it would be interesting to get your perspective of what challenges you've faced since arriving. Yeah, quite a few, obviously, like number one, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared to deal with the level of unstructuredness and noise that you find in the data. So I've been in the data business for two decades, dealt with many different types of data. Data is always dirty. You always need to clean it. Whatever I'm seeing in this domain is pretty scary. And I understand why people who are not deeply technical would have troubles to make sense out of the data. It takes a lot of effort to clean it up. That's what we're doing. That's what we're good at. That's what we're offering our customers. But I can understand now why there are so few uh, companies that can deal with that amount of dirty data that uh, we have in this specific domain. Another challenge was obviously hiring. We are in New York. Uh, people are spoiled. We have big corporations here. We have banks. They are paying a lot of money. We are a startup. We, we, we are trying to be competitive, obviously, but we offer the future, offer the equity, which we are absolutely sure is going to work out, right? But like, uh, um, might be not really convincing for some. I don't know. I I was sold. <laughs> well, look, it's, it's worked so far because you've, you've already, in the short space of time you've, you've been here, the team has grown to how many data engineers and data scientists? Yeah, so uh, the team grew, grew like 100% since I came, basically, like we, we doubled. It's really fun to see how engineers, our engineers, like coming and jumping into all those problems. It's so exciting to see them not needed any motivation to start working. So I was prepared to onboard our engineers with like lots of motivational speeches, how important that we can be in the market. And, and like, they're like, okay, cut the, we, we know, we know, we understand that. So it is uh, very exciting to be in a company like that, where the engineers really understand that we are changing the industry. And it's not a small industry, it's like a $100 trillion industry. So we have a very, a, a very good opportunity. Yeah, I think you, you made a very good point. You, from being here and from speaking to yourself in previous conversations, it's clear that Cherry is on to something pretty significant. And uh, the growth you've experienced in the short space of time is evident. And I've absolutely no doubt there's going to be future growth to continue along that trend. Um, looking at the external market, then you've obviously played a significant role in the growth thus far, um, assessed a lot of candidates. There is a lot of candidates in the market right now, although it's, it's competitive. Um, so 
what do you look for when you're looking to build out a team of data scientists and data engineers? And what can uh, data scientists and data engineers who are listening now, what can they be working on to improve their opportunities in, in securing a role? Yeah, so let's split it to two questions. What I'm specifically looking for and like more, more like a general type of um, advice to data engineers and data scientists. So I personally mostly interested in the cultural fit rather than in specific skills that data engineers and data scientists are bringing. So for us, at least so far, being a small startup, the best way of hiring was just our employees are bringing their personal friends and it actually is working in the best way. First of all, we are getting the personal referral. Second, we are getting a mentor of a new employee who is their friend who has been working for us. So it's like, you know, it's getting very, very personal. I like that when a startup is really small. So every person matters and every person is bringing their own personality and mentality and psychology to, to, to the plate. And that's how the culture of, of a startup is being built. Skill-wise, uh, well, I'm not really in charge of uh, hiring data engineers. I do interview them, but I'm not making the, the decision on, on the data engineering hiring. I do make the decisions on data science hiring. I must admit that I'm very impressed by the level of skills of people who, who are coming to interview with us. So uh, the industry grew significantly since I was in school. Uh, whatever we learned very in a very hard way, people get very quickly now with all the educational tools that, that are available. So I'm very pleased to see a very strong pipeline. So for me, the culture matters more because I'm actually quite confident in the skill set of the uh, data scientists that are coming to interview with us. As a general advice for data engineers and data scientists looking for a job, it's basically not really about the skill set, which obviously is important. So if you are not proficient into using machine learning technologies like classifiers and clustering algorithms, then yeah, you should definitely learn how to do that. But it's more into the domain knowledge. So once you're looking for a job, you need to choose the industry that you want to work for. Would it be a financial industry? Would it be a healthcare industry? Maybe it would be the real estate industry, it's up to you to make the change in that industry because data scientists are bringing the change in pretty much any industry that you can think about. And you need to choose the industry that you will be most comfortable with, most happy at, 
and just learn the domain of the data. You need to, under, if you are in real estate, it's very important to understand the real estate data. You, it, it, it's going to be much better for you if you understood the domain before you come to the interview to, with, with, the, with, the, with an expert. It's going to be much more appreciated rather than the knowledge in different tools, which is obviously important, but I would put the domain knowledge on the top. Some really valuable points there. So to summarize, culture, their soft skills, their ability to communicate, their attitude towards the role. Totally. Yeah. Then domain knowledge, picking an industry, picking a vertical, becoming a specialist. And then finally, the tools, which is the core foundation in order to be successful. I think that's really refreshing to hear because I know a lot of junior candidates or people coming from academia tend to think that they need to be experts in a particular tool. Hiring managers know that uh, and they're willing to work with people with the right attitude and the right focus. So that's that's really refreshing to hear. Mm -hmm. um, Ron, this has been very very enjoyable. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I'm certainly going to be watching with great intent what goes on in the, in the real estate market now that they, data science and AI has come to, to impact. I'll be looking to you for my advice on, on what, what to do and what not to do in real estate over, over the coming months and years. Um, this has been very enjoyable. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Jamie. AI Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting and networking needs. Aldis offer an exec search program. Aldis can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. Get the Aldis advantage. Become a member of the Aldis community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to all those members. And don't forget our AI in Action podcast. Each week, we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career, and more. Become an Aldis member and get the Aldis advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldis.com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.